Hello and welcome to episode 103 of the Vegan Business Tribe podcast with myself, David Pennell, co-founder of Vegan Business Tribe. And if you have a vegan business or you're just thinking about starting one, then Vegan Business Tribe is here to support you and to inspire you, not just to build a vegan business, but to build a successful vegan business. And today, after 100 103 episodes of the Vegan Business Tribe podcast. We've finally done it. We've finally launched the video version of the podcast alongside the audio version. So, if I'm looking you in the eye now on YouTube, then hello and apologies that you have to look at my face. But if I'm just talking to you in your ears, then hello as well. And just be grateful that you don't have to spend the next 25 minutes or so looking at my face. But moving forward, we will be simultaneously recording the video version of this podcast at the same time as recording the audio version so that we can take this amazing video vegan business support and advice to a much wider audience. We've built up so many fans on the podcast over the past couple of years, but we're kind of nowhere to be found on YouTube. And to be honest, the advice that I give everybody else when they ask about launching a podcast is to make sure that you record video with your podcast alongside the audio. So, here we are. <laughs> Just to mention that we could not do this without the support of our three amazing sponsors of this episode, who are Vegan Accountants, The Vegan Publisher and Mad promotions. And you'll hear more about our sponsors later on in the episode. But I just want to say, do not skip the ads because all our sponsors, they are ethical vegan companies just like you. I know the founders of these companies personally. I have worked with them all. And they're also members of our vegan business tribe community. So they've helped out a lot of our members with their vegan businesses too. And if you are signed up to our wonderful vegan business tribe community, then you might have seen that one of our members, Kelly Vowles from Pixel Rose Hair Design, she had an absolutely massive win this month because she got invited onto national breakfast television to defend each and every one of us because the title of his tv segment was the death of veganism and the station that she was invited onto it was one of the more confrontational right-wing news channels in the uk and the reason that they were announcing the death of veganism was because a number of high-profile vegan brands have closed down recently, with the most recent being Meatless Farms in the UK that had, just the previous day, announced layoffs and that it was going into administration. So, the news channel saw that as the opportunity to talk about how all these vegan brands were going out of business due to lack of demand and how veganism is dying off. And the only thing standing between this right-wing news station and the reputation of veganism and vegans everywhere was our vegan business tribe member, the local hairdresser, Kelly. And she knocked them 
dead. It was beautiful to see because Kelly, not only is she an amazing vegan entrepreneur in the beauty industry, but she's also a boxer and a power lifter. So when the other guest expert argued that you can't get all the nutrients you need without killing and eating animals, all Kelly had to do was just to apologise for inconveniently continuing to exist to shout down that argument. But the reason that Kelly was such a great defender of veganism was because she knew all the answers to the typical anti-vegan myths. The other guest highlighted, for example, all the insects that are killed in vegan food production. And Kelly pointed out that almost half of all crops are grown to feed animal agriculture. So if you're concerned about the impact of crop production on insect life then the way to reduce that is just to eat the plants ourselves instead of feeding them to animals to kill. I know, we'd also save the lives of those animals that we eat as well. And in fact, I nearly spat out my drink when Kelly looked the anti-vegan guest in the eye and said... If all of a sudden you're telling me you're an insect activist. <laughs> it was genuinely glorious. But there was still the wider question that needed answering about why so many vegan brands are struggling at the moment. How can we say that veganism is still continuing to grow when brands like Meatless Farms are going into administration? Well, fortunately, Kelly had contacted me the night before she was due to appear on television to find out because she knew she was going to be asked about this and it is a complicated subject but these premium vegan brands they're not struggling because of lack of demand they're struggling because the opposite is true there has been so much of a shift towards people buying vegan and plant-based but consumers are now not willing to pay premium prices for products that they're now buying regularly as part of their weekly shop. And especially in a cost-of-living crisis, few people are going to spend £3.50 on a litre of branded oat milk when you can buy the supermarket's own brand plant milk for 59p if you just look at the shelves below. And who's going to pay £5 for a pack of two premium brand plant-based burgers when you can instead buy a pack of eight supermarket-owned brand for £2.30? And that is what is happening across the industry right now. Kantar data shows that in the UK, sales of premium plant-based meat brands, they have declined by 10% over the past year. But sales of supermarket own brand meat-free products, that's grown by nearly 15%. So, it's goodbye Impossible Burger and Oatly, and hello, own store, plant-based burgers and soy milk. And this is what Kelly was able to point out live on national news. So, vegans, one, right-wing news channel, nil. 
And in fact, a few days later, we actually learned that VFC, or Vegan Fried Chicken, which is founded by Veganuary founder Matthew Glover and chef Adam Lyons, that that had swooped in to buy Meatless Farms, rescuing them from closure. But I want to ask you, how well do you think that you would have done been able to answer those kind of arguments? If somebody had challenged you about all the insects that are killed in the production of your food or said that vegan brands closing down, it just shows that there was no demand anymore and that veganism is on the way out, would you have known how to put them straight? Because you might not get invited onto national television to defend veganism. But what about when a customer tells you that avocados are not vegan? Or that we're supposed to eat meat because we've got these canine teeth? What if you get one of these kind of comments on your company's social media posts? Or what if you're giving a presentation and somebody with strong anti-vegan views decides to interrupt you? How much time have you spent educating yourself so that you are able to dispel myths about the cause that you are so passionate about? And have you practiced how to do that in a really constructive way that's going to make the person that you're talking to actually consider making that change themselves instead of just viewing you as some preachy vegan? Because being a vegan business owner... It means that you're not just running a business. You are also advocating for a cause. And that's why we're doing this. Our businesses are our form of activism. And it's not just about being well-versed in the arguments and the counter-arguments surrounding veganism. By finding out the truth behind some of these often quoted vegan myths you will have a better understanding of the foundations of veganism so that you can better connect with those customers who are on the same ethical mission that you are. And you're not on your own with this. We live in the information age and high-profile vegans such as Earthling Ed Winters, they have produced free guides telling you all the responses to these anti-vegan arguments. Just Google 30 non-vegan excuses and how to respond to them. And you'll find Ed's free PDF right there at the top of the results. And there is an influencer for every type of vegan. So myself, I love the work that Joey Carbstrong does with his street interventions. And they initially seem quite confrontational, but he's so good at bringing people around to his way of thinking with facts, with his compassion towards animals and just his general knowledge of the food industry. And you'll see him use the same structure in his conversations time and time again to lead the person he's talking to through an ethical thought process and let that person come to their own realisations. So find an influencer whose style of argument, it fits your own. Whether somebody really direct like Joey or somebody more considered and thoughtful like Ed and let them teach you. Watch their videos. Learn how to answer all those really common 
anti-vegan myths like about the number of insects and small animals killed in the production of plants and vegetables. So take another example. What if somebody says that it's right to kill animals to eat them? Because that's what lions do. Now, at first, you might freeze because on the surface, it kind of makes sense. Wild animals, they do kill other wild animals and eat them. And if they didn't, they just wouldn't survive. But when you start to pull it apart, it's actually just a hugely ridiculous argument because we're primates we're not felines we're primates just like our monkey cousins that almost exclusively eat plants and fruit gorillas live mainly on a diet of shoots and leaves and no one's asking them where they get their protein from so do you know what else lions do they just poo out on the savannah. So I guess they're advocating against toilets too. They also kill their rival neighbours. So do you think a court of law would take your defence of, well, lions do it, when you've just been convicted for bashing your neighbour over the head with a lawnmower? I mean, when has acting like an animal ever been a desirable thing to do? We've got moral decision-making abilities that animals don't. And we've also got Tesco's selling vegan meal deals just two minutes down the road from where you live. So you see how easy it is to disseminate these arguments with just a little bit of thought and knowledge and just how ridiculous they are. And you need to make sure that as a vegan activist, which is what you are if you have a vegan business, that you don't have to stop and think about these arguments, that you already know the answers. As a vegan business owner, you're going to come under a lot more scrutiny. So it's essential to stay up to date with the latest research, news and developments in the vegan world, like what's going on with the premium vegan brands that are struggling right now. Because Apple also had to readjust their expected growth this year. But no one's arguing that that means it's for death of the smartphone. So find some vegan influencers that you like. Subscribe to vegan news outlets like Plant-Based News and Veconomist. You might even attend some of the sector's conferences because the more that you invest in your learning and your knowledge, the more effective an advocate you can be for your vegan business. If you are a UK vegan business, wouldn't it be better to have an accountant that shares your ethics? Well, vegan accountants have got over 30 years of experience and they're a vegan-founded company. And just to add, they're also our accountants at Vegan Business Tribe because they just get us. They understand why we do what we do and they make sure that we're doing it in the most tax-efficient way possible. Keith and his team, they've been massive supporters of our mission at Vegan Business Tribe. So if you are an established UK business with a growth mindset and you want an accountant that is going to help you grow and shares your mission as well as saves you tax, then just go to veganaccountants.co.uk to find out more.
Do you want to speak at more events? Do you want to get invited onto podcasts like this one? Well, it's far easier to do that if you can say that you have written a book. So let me tell you about the vegan publisher. Their founder, Matali, she is a best-selling business author herself. And Matali and her team, they will lead you through that entire process of becoming a published author, transforming you into the thought leader of your industry. And writing a book, it isn't just a great marketing activity to get you more clients. Trust me, being a published author, it will open up doors to opportunities that you never even knew existed. So even if you think you don't have the time to write a book, or even if you don't know what you might write a book about, go take a look at theveganpublisher.com to find out more. Okay, so we know this is important, but it's not always easy to do either. Some vegan companies actually make activism a huge part of their business strategy. Another one of our vegan business tribe members, Stephen Mel from Vegan Muscle Gymwear, they set up a second YouTube channel where they go out on the street and talk to people about veganism. And it's hard to argue with Stephen Mel about veganism being unhealthy because they are the fittest people that you have ever seen. Or it might be that you're not the kind of person that wants to go out looking for conflict, but you want to be able to handle difficult questions and scepticism while staying true to your vegan ethics. So let's look at how to equip ourselves with the tools to handle these situations with confidence and with compassion. So first, it is important that you approach these situations with a calm and open mindset. You will never convince anybody to change their mind if you can't sympathize with the other person's perspective and the reasons behind their objections to veganism. So, for example, I find that I do extremely well with non-vegans because I was non-vegan myself for most of my life. I only turned vegan when I was around 40. So if somebody tries to taunt me by talking about bacon, for example, I can confidently tell that person that I've probably eaten more bacon than they have. And it's why when I respond to anti-vegan comments on our social media posts, the first thing I say is, yeah, I get it. And I do. I know what thought process I had to go through on my own vegan journey. I always considered myself to be an ethical and compassionate person whilst I was eating a bacon sandwich every single day. So when somebody presents an argument against veganism, I understand where that argument is coming from because I probably had those same thoughts myself 10 years ago. And when you approach anti-vegan comments like this, you become the vegan that you wish you'd met before you went vegan. The person who would have helped you face your own hypocrisy earlier. Not by preaching and being combative, but by showing that they once held the same opinion, but then they learned something that they didn't know 
that made them change their view on the world. So, for example, let me tell you about a chat that I had on social media last week. And we've got a couple of adverts running at the moment promoting our vegan business tribe, Lead Magnet. And because of the way that Facebook categorises what it thinks people are interested in, some of these adverts they inevitably, they get shown to non-vegans. And because of that, as you would expect, our adverts sometimes get anti-vegan comments. And as much as I can, I engage with those people in a really positive way because I get it. I understand where their views come from because I used to have similar views myself. And I'm sure you probably did too before you learned that thing that you learned that made you turn vegan. So I'm always really friendly. I never dismiss their view. And I put my name at the end of a comment so they know that they're talking to a real person. And the comments that I responded to this week on our social media, it was from somebody who said that vegans were just so preachy and that we'd have more effect if we didn't try to force our views on everybody else. And I mean, the advert that he commented on, it was just promoting a PDF guide onto how to start a vegan business. So it was hardly undercover footage from a slaughterhouse. So I followed my normal strategy. And this is the response I gave. I said, I get it. That's what I used to think before I was vegan. And you're right, sometimes vegans do come across as preachy. But that's because over 200 million land animals are killed every day in our food system. To put that figure into some kind of context, if you killed humans at the same rate, then every single person on earth would be dead in less than 40 days. I didn't know that before I went vegan, but surely that just can't be right. And the person, he replied a couple of hours later and he simply put, wow, I didn't know that. Now, I don't know that person. Was he going to run out into the street and declare that he was turning vegan tomorrow? Well, probably not. But I'd taken a point of conflict and I'd used it to plant a seed. Maybe they think of that 200 million figure the next time they're walking past those animal corpses in the supermarket. Because it's not about winning arguments and proving that you are right and they are wrong. It's about creating positive change. With the operative word there being positive. Online platforms and social, they can just be a breeding ground for negative discussion and personal attacks. And trust me, when some of our Facebook adverts have got photos of me and my wife, Lisa, on them, I've received all sorts of comments about me being bald because I don't eat meat or that I just look unhealthy because all vegan food is junk food. And it always makes me laugh that quite often these comments, they're made by people whose profiles photo shows that they're also some bald, overweight, middle-aged man. So, pot kettle and all that. But when faced with these kind of, you know, these troll comments and arguments, it's important to remain composed. 
avoid getting caught up in heated arguments. Just let it sit there for a while. If it's got you riled up and just come back to it later. And when you do respond, do so thoughtfully and respectively. Make sure that you know your facts. And remember, you're not trying to win an argument. You're not trying to prove that this person is wrong and you are right. You're trying to plant a seed. You also have to remember that your responses not only influence the person that you're engaging with, but also impact the perceptions of a much wider audience. These are open forums, so lots of other people are going to see this conversation. In fact, more often than not, another vegan will jump on and will have already replied to a comment before I even see the notification on our own social media. And then lastly, if you do get faced with challenging questions or objections during public speaking engagements or maybe TV and radio interviews, then preparation, it really is key. Like our vegan business tribe member, Kelly, on the Breakfast News Channel, she already knew the answers to the most common anti-vegan myths. And we actually had a group discussion going on in our community hub the day before Kelly was due to go on TV. And I said that I bet they come up with the insects argument. And they did. But there might be other things that you don't know about. So again, like Kelly, go find out. If you hear an argument against veganism that you wouldn't know how to respond to, Go find out the answer and file it away in your mind for later. Memorize some facts and statistics like how many animals are killed every day or at what age pigs are usually killed for pork and bacon. And if you don't know, Google that question and just brace yourself for the answer. We are genuinely eating babies. The next time that somebody says to you, they don't kill the cow to make cheese, you know, then ask them why they think that cow is producing milk in the first place. I mean, when do humans and every other mammal produce milk? When they've just given birth to a baby. And ask them what they think happened to that baby cow if that milk is being used to make cheese instead of feeding that baby. You might even want to point out that the natural lifespan of a cow, it's about 20 years, but they're typically killed at three years old in the dairy industry and replaced with their more productive children. So take opportunities to try out dispelling these myths when you can. Maybe even get involved with some street activity yourself. Go and find out if your local vegan group ever go out campaigning and go along with them. Look for opportunities to speak, like Kelly does, to change people's minds about veganism. Arm yourself with statistics, personal stories, and just common sense arguments. And maybe you'll become the vegan that you wish you'd met before you went vegan yourself. 
If you are looking to get your business in the news or on the radio or interviewed on TV, then no one's going to get your company noticed like Karen Ridges and her team at Mad Promotions. And Karen, she's been at the forefront of the vegan media scene for the last 20 years. And Mad Promotions, they're also our media partners at Vegan Business Tribe. So if you've read about us in plant-based news or in Veg Economist, then that's probably because Karen got that story there. So if you are an ethical company or entrepreneur that wants more media coverage, and if you're a company that is looking to make a difference, then that's literally what Mad Promotion stands for. Karen, she's worked with Veganuary, VegFest, and all the other big names. So go find out more at mad-promotions.com. I just wanted to break off for a second to ask, are you just following this podcast without being a member of Vegan Business Tribe? Because if you are, then let me tell you, you are missing out on about 80% of everything that goes on at Vegan Business Tribe, including incredible resources and a vibrant community of like-minded vegan business owners from around the world. Because as a member of Vegan Business Tribe, you'll gain access to hundreds of hours of online courses and guides and masterclasses in our Vegan Business Academy to help you grow your vegan business. You'll also get to attend our regular online networking meetups where you can promote your business and just forge those connections with fellow vegan business owners just like you. Plus, if you need more direct advice and assistance, you can join us on a live business clinic or you can post a question in our community hub where all our other members plus our vegan business experts are waiting to help you out. And the best part it's just £18.99 a month. And at the same time, you'll also be supporting the work that we do to champion the vegan business scene around the world. And just to add that we've now also recently introduced one-to-one business coaching and mentoring with myself or one of our vegan business experts. And that's available to a select number of our members. So if you're really looking to take your vegan business to the next level, then we've got you. Don't just lurk on the sidelines. There is a whole community of vegan businesses who want to get to know you and support you. Just head to veganbusinesstribe.com. Click on that big join button on the homepage and I cannot wait to connect with you and discuss your vegan business or your next big idea. Okay, so... Let's have a recap of everything that we've just learned on why it's important to know your facts and stats as a vegan business owner. Number one, as a vegan business, you need to be able to address common anti-vegan arguments and myths, whether it's responding to customers, engaging on social media or being invited onto your local TV or radio station. Number two, You don't have to work out the answers yourself. Go and download Earthling Ed's free 30 non-vegan excuses and how to respond them PDF. Or watch how vegan street influencers like Joey Carbstrong, they walk people through ethical thought processes. Three. 
Stay informed about the latest research, news and development in the vegan sector through resources like vegan news outlets and attending conferences. Four, approach challenges with a calm and open mindset. People are just airing thoughts and opinions that you likely had yourself before you went vegan. So tell them that you understand and then tell them what made you change your mind. Five, engage with anti-vegan comments positively, using them as an opportunity to plant seeds. Be the vegan that you wish you'd met before you turn vegan yourself. Six, Avoid heated arguments online. Remember, your responses are not only read by the person who commented, but everybody else who sees it too. So be friendly, knowledgeable, and focused on influencing that person positively rather than trying to win an argument. And seven, preparation is key. Familiarise yourself with common anti-vegan myths and objections and look for opportunities to try them out. Maybe your local vegan groups do some street advocacy that you can join in with or maybe you can even make activism part of your marketing strategy like Stephen Mel from Vegan Muscle. And that is it. So, Even if you're the kind of person that completely avoids conflict, being confident in being able to bust vegan myths, it means you can often avoid a lot of that conflict in the first place. And if you've been in that situation, please let me know. Email me on hello at veganbusinesstribe.com. Or if you're already a member, then share it with the other members in our Tribe Chat channel in our community hub. And remember, if you're not already signed up with us over on veganbusinesstribe.com, then you are missing out on the most amazing and active vegan business community that you could ever hope to be part of. I know how isolating it can be running a vegan business. And sometimes it can just feel isolating being vegan. So come and dive in and get the support you need to make an even bigger impact. Connect with hundreds of other vegan business owners from around the world and take your vegan business to the next level. We are your tribe. And as we wrap up, just a reminder, do check out our sponsors, Vegan Accountants, The Vegan Publisher and Mad Promotions. And please remember to subscribe to our channel for more great content like this. You can also sign up to our mailing list over on veganbusinesstribe.com for our free weekly email. Now, I really appreciate you giving up your time to be here But it's time to go and bring about that vegan world. And I will see you on the next one.